Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, and on Twitter at TST, 
underscore underscore radio tonight here comes the groomers on the secret teachings my good friend and co-host mike d will be joining us in segment number two three and four tonight and we're going to be discussing a highly controversial subject the premise is this there is no longer even a thin line between sexual education and the outright grooming, and if you don't like that word, prepping, preparing, organization, brainwashing, misleading, miseducating, indoctrination, we can go on and on and on, but there's no longer even a thin line between sexual education, teaching kids about a penis and a vagina and fifth, sixth graders that get approval from their parents to go and watch the sex ed video People kind of snicker and laugh. Girls have cooties. Boys are dirty. There's not even a fine line, a thin line. There's no line anymore between sex education and outright grooming of the public. I think that's what it is more so. I don't think it's grooming of children directly. I think it's grooming of parents. I think it's grooming of society to accept not different gender identities, not different sexual identities, but to accept that pedophiles aren't actually bad people. That pedophile doesn't mean that someone's a sexual predator, which, of course, it doesn't. Actually, the word pedophile, like the word Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, phila, philly, 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 pedophily, pedophilia, Philia means lover. Ped, pedo, means child. It means pedophilia, child lover, which is a misnomer because the people that are attracted to children aren't necessarily in love with children. And we have a societal taboo against this in virtually every corner of human civilization. Now, you can mock and make fun of the Muslims and say Muhammad had young girls. And, but I can tell you from the Muslims that I know and the Muslims I have known and the Muslims I've been friends with over the years, none of them actually believe that and none of them support taking children as husbands or wives when they're 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. So that's a big misconception. The point being is we have a taboo against this because children, they're not just the future. Children are part of the human race, and without children educated properly, without children understanding how the world functions and how to get through day-to-day life, then they fail, and human civilization ultimately fails. Children are precious for that reason and countless other reasons. And it's about time that we acknowledge that honest, non-heterosexual members of our society, that means homosexuals, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, etc., have been used as a cultural and political pawn in a series of pawns aimed at undermining civil cohesion. Now, I've checked with the rhetoric. I've checked the social media. I've checked with what is considered politically correct. And as far as I can tell, informing you that 
the groomers are not grooming children. They're grooming parents and society and culture to accept not the sexualization of children per se, but that children can be taken not even by the state, but by individuals who want to love them and do things to them and with them. They're not even pedophiles. They're not even lovers of children. They're just minor attracted persons. They're maps, which if we break down the etymology of it, is actually worse. If you were a pedophile and you felt that you were being harmed by somebody calling you such a name, pedophile means child lover. That sounds better than minor attracted person. That's an even more highly sterilized way of saying you actually are attracted to children. Because otherwise, if you love children, a lot of people love children. That doesn't mean they're sexually attracted to them. This is the double think. This is the double speak. They're not pedophiles. They don't love children. They're minor attracted persons and they are attracted to children. This is where the grooming is coming from. It's grooming your mind. It's grooming your brain. It's grooming the culture. It's grooming the society. This has nothing to do with non-heterosexual members of society. This has everything to do with conditioning you to accept that your child belongs not only to the state, but to any individual who wants access to them for whatever the reason is. And I have to tell you that I am not a conservative. I am not a Christian. My God, I'm definitely not a Democrat. But something has come to my attention recently, and that is the fact there are countless stories. Here's another one here. Same-sex Georgia couple charged, not accused, charged with abusing adopted sons. Not only were they abusing the adopted sons, they were making child pornography. A same-sex couple in Georgia William Zolak, 32, and Zachary Zolak, 35, were taken into custody after the Walton County Sheriff's Office conducted a raid. I guess we can call it a raid. Are we allowed to call it a raid? On a Loganville, Georgia residence following reports of an individual downloading child pornography, according to police reports. They were making child pornography. The boys' adoptive fathers were engaging, according to authorities, in sexually abusive acts and video documenting this abuse. Now, what's come to my attention is, most of you know I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, but I played around with some sock puppets on Twitter yesterday. And I had somebody tell me, oh, it's no different than what the Catholic Church does. And I sat back in my chair, literally, I actually sat back in my chair and I thought about that for a second. And it clicked we are now at a point where the argument against what you would maybe consider left-wing acceptance or democratic acceptance, if you can reduce this to politics, which is the point, you really can't. But if we were to examine how there are certain political sects in our society that are okay with teaching children about gender, sexual identities at a very young age, when they don't even know how to read or write, they're okay with the drag queens teaching children about sexual things in libraries. They're okay with children being shown uh, pornographic material, both homosexual and heterosexual, more so homosexual. 
and even what borderlines on, if not directly is by definition, child pornography shown to children to condition them to accept that this is a normal thing, sex with adults. If we're going to classify that part of our societal political body as supporting that, the argument against that that I heard yesterday, this is an individual who told me that doesn't matter because the Catholic Church does the same thing. And I thought, so because the Catholic Church does it, you must assume I'm Christian or Republican or something, which I'm not. But that's not even the point. The point is remove politics from the equation. You're going to justify brainwashing, sexualizing, indoctrinating, grooming, and misdirecting children and confusing children because, well, the Catholic Church does it, so I can do it too. An incredibly backwards and stupid, ignorant, arrogant, retarded way to look at the world. Well, the Catholic Church abuses kids. Well, I don't think that should be tolerated either, but it is. When did we get to this point? I've talked about the Catholic Church. I've talked about the Vatican. I've talked about the royal family or the Saxe-Coburg-Gotha family. I've talked about these things before they were popular and trendy and all over social media. I've been talking about these things for 13 years. And then it becomes a socially acceptable thing to discuss based on politicized conspiracy theories which are then, because they're politicized, refuted by the other side of the political spectrum, and then it becomes a big joke. In fact, I flipped on the news this morning, and I watched a few minutes of, I've been doing this recently, I watch a few minutes of CNN, a few minutes of Fox News, and then I go throw up, if I can make it to the toilet or the sink. And I was watching a few minutes of CNN, and they had this weaselly-looking, beady-eyed guy on there talking about how evil Republicans are winning nominations because they've been endorsed by, by some former president. And I'm listening to it kind of in the background. But then he says, and they're spreading conspiracies about how there's a group of pedophiles and, of course, referring to the Pizzagate and all that. And you see what Pizzagate did? You see what that psychological operation did? You see what that QAnon garbage did? It prevents us from having real, honest conversations even across political lines when it comes to politics, about what's really going on. People would rather watch Amber Heard talk about how she pooped the bed. People would rather watch Johnny Depp talking about a whispering about a jar of dirt or cocaine to his lawyer. People would rather watch Alex Jones. They'll watch Alex Jones's trial, but they won't actually watch his show. Nobody's concerned about Ghislaine Maxwell. And we had Chris Don Harris on the show from the Rundown Live. He was at the trial. He actually had, I believe, his laptop burglarized from the place he was staying. We had him on the show to discuss it. Other than talking to, to him and, and reading a few articles here or there about the federal judge reducing Maxwell's sentence, we don't know much else about it because it wasn't broadcast all over the place. Wouldn't you like to maybe know what's in her little black book? And what did people do? What do people do when you used to bring up Jeffrey Epstein? Because I used to do it all the time. I was talking about Epstein before it was cool, before he didn't kill himself, before it was popular, before his name or his face was on a T-shirt or a meme. That's not props to me. I'm just saying I've been talking about this a long time. I used to bring up Jeffrey Epstein. The same exact thing would happen. Oh, well, you know, Trump knew him, too. I don't care who knew him. 
Sure, just because you knew the guy doesn't mean that you're involved. But if you're hanging out with the guy at his compound, it's pretty likely that you're involved or at least aware of what's going on. I figure that at that point you have a responsibility to inform law enforcement. Oh, I guess that is unless law enforcement is also involved in the blackmail operation. The CIA, Mossad, British intelligence, triune trifecta operation. I don't care about one political party or the other political party, and somehow that's how the subject is reduced. It's like we, we got to get this person out of just I'm thinking of an analogy here on the spot spot. You've got like a, a kid who's being, you know, held in captivity or something kidnapped. And and you're saying we have to we have to rescue this kid. And one person says, well, if we do that, though, the, the, the guy who kidnapped him, he's a Democrat. We can't do that. That'll make Democrats look bad. Well, what does it matter if he's a Democrat or a Republican? The kid is tied up in the basement. Oh, yeah, well, you know, the Catholic Church does stuff, too. So just let the kid die. That's where we are in the political conversation about this subject. And it gets better than that because now it's not only an acceptable part of everyday life. Now it's considered necessary to change the word pedophile to minor attracted person which is even worse than pedophile minus the stigma because it means you're acknowledging you are attracted to children and we are glorifying and promoting this. This is not my opinion. I've got some proof to back up what I'm saying. Here is an example. The promotion of pedophilia is now mainstream. Folks, my name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. Oh, we wouldn't want to hurt or, well, you can't really slander somebody if it's true. We, we wouldn't want to hurt the children abusers. We really wouldn't want to hurt the, the toddler abusers and the infant abusers and the young uh, adult abusers. We wouldn't want to hurt these people. It's bad. That's part of the whole cultural trend where someone breaks into your house or Someone is on the street with a knife and they want to rob you or trying to break into your car. You're just like, oh, you can take all my stuff because if I do anything to defend myself or my family or my property, that's aggressive. And I don't want to be aggressive. I'm trying to be progressive about 
human civilization. I don't think we have a need for violence. So if you want to be violent, that's okay. I'll allow you to take whatever you want. You'd like to have sex with my wife. Hey, honey, get over here. Yeah, you can, you can take my wife. That's okay. And you, oh, you want my kids too. Yep. You can take the kids and you want the flat screen. Let me, let me call you hall. I'll just have it all packed up for you and you can take it. I don't want to be violent. Okay. This is where we're at. Pedophile means child lover. It's not as bad as minor attracted person. This is the open declaration of war on humanity. And it's almost as if there's an open declaration of this every single day. In fact, last night, I was having a conversation about this story. You don't need to have your period every month, according to gynecologists. Dr. Jill Weiss, if you do not want to get pregnant, a monthly period is not necessary. She says it's an urban legend that a monthly period is part of good health. Oh, you don't have to have a period anymore. See, this is the type of thing where I don't want to have to pee anymore or poop anymore. So I would like Pfizer to come up with some form of drug that can prevent me from peeing and pooping. And maybe it just it has to go somewhere. So maybe it can just come out through my skin so I don't have to take the time to go to the bathroom. I mean, I've got important stuff to do. Okay, I got TLCs on. You know, CNN's on, there's news on, there's stupid TV. I've got stuff to do. I don't have time to go to the bathroom. You don't have to have your period anymore if you don't want to. They say there are benefits to not having your period. And if you don't have your period, you can also decide one day to have it again. And uh, maybe you can have it according to this doctor. And if you want to get your period at another time, just stop your pills and you will likely get your period. Maybe not. Don't tell them that. We don't know. We're not really sure. But you might get it. And they're telling young women that there are health advantages. Taking hormonal contraceptives continuously gives you greater control over when you'll have your period, allowing you to skip it during important events, such as your wedding day or while on vacation. Well, we wouldn't want nature or life to get in the way of uh, instant gratification and leisure. It's horrible. Next, they'll have a drug or some form of contraceptive-like device. You take it, and then you won't ever have to poop again. And just think about the beauty of not pooping. You won't have to poop on your wedding day. You won't have to poop on vacation. Just more time to hit the buffet. Now, this we could go into the endless details of, but I bring this up because as I was reading through this, I was talking to my, uh, my fiancé, Hope, and she... This is one of the few things that I discuss that she's very passionate about on kind of the level that I am. I think I can say that. And we were talking, and I don't remember who brought it up. She might have brought it up. She said, I mean, you might as well just have your, you know, your uterus taken out or something. And, well, if, uh, if Hope listens to this, if you're listening, uh, well, that, she, she was joking, but it's, it's true. Actually, today, the day after I had that conversation with her, here's Boston's Children's Hospital telling you that that's actually an option. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. Because not everybody who's getting the gender-affirming hysterectomy even has a uterus. 
Listen to that again. You can get a gender-affirming hysterectomy, and this is Boston Children's Hospital. This isn't Boston's 21 or older hospital. This is the Children's Hospital. And who are they talking to? And who are they talking to about this? Is this a five-year-old girl watching this advertisement? No, this, these are trendy parents who are watching this, willing to sacrifice their children on the altar of Satan, and they're thinking, oh, great, I can have my daughter's uterus ripped out. She's really a boy anyway. It's very similar. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the full... Gender-affirming hysterectomy. Gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral. And not everybody. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that. And people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. I love the music. Bum, 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 bum. And then Boston Children's Hospital logo comes up. I don't know about you, but something's wrong here, I think. I can hear the wedding bells. I think the bride of Christ has been um, has been eliminated and replaced with the groom of Satan. Same-sex Georgia couple charged with abusing adopted sons. And the thing is, I don't hate gay people, but I'm confused why more gay people aren't speaking out about this. Or maybe they are and we can't see them because they're censored. Because if I were gay, I would be very upset with people that are identifying as gay or maybe they are gay doing this type of thing to children consistently. And then if I were gay, my sexual preference being associated with that kind of thing. But that's all part of the, the way in which we can eliminate all the bias, all the, all the stigma about pedophilia. Because it's really just a minor attracted person. That's all that it is. And hey, if you're a young boy, you can also get a hysterectomy. It's funny how science only applies sometimes. Biology only applies sometimes. My good friend and co-host Mike D is coming up with us after this break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Here comes the groomer. We are going to discuss a absolutely disgusting California school Planned Parenthood lesson to teach, quote, sexual health to children. Yes, it teaches them what semen tastes like and, well, how and when and why they should masturbate. And sounds great, doesn't it? Sounds lovely. This is definitely what you want your children to be learning, even if there were a time and place for this. Where is the focus on math and history and science? And I thought those things mattered. I guess I guess science doesn't matter. Math doesn't matter. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. 
Want to hear more of the Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. Get every word of this here. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Ain't but two genders. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. Pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental 
hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slam them. It's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Welcome to our legitimate show of kids. Which one of these talented uh, entertainers who I am not attracted to at all will be the winner? I'm not attracted to any of them. None of them. Minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to pedophile. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. 2.6% of boomers do. 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. There is no longer even a thin line between sexual education and the outright grooming, not necessarily of children, but of the public, to accept pedophiles, which is broken down to mean pedo, child, files, lovers like Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. The lovers of children are child lovers. The public is being groomed to accept pedophiles as maps or minor attracted persons, which I find to be a much more revealing name, minus the stigma, because a minor attracted person acknowledges they're actually attracted to the child. A pedophile is just a lover of children. But the idea is to groom the parents and to groom society and our culture to accept that these pedophiles have a right to a child's mind and a right to a child's body. And it's about time that we acknowledge, without political or religious bias, that the honest, non-heterosexual members of our society, like gay people who haven't bought into the LGBTQ social justice movement have been used as a cultural and political pawn aimed at undermining civil cohesion. Not the first time it's been done. It was done back in the 1920s in Germany and in Russia. Now it's being done in the United States. Joining me tonight to speak about this, my good friend and co-host going back about a decade now, Mike D is with us. I like to have Mike on the show because he doesn't really have a filter like myself and He's passionate about this subject. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us this evening. Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. You're doing good? Even under the circumstance that we have an open promotion of pedophilia, let's just not call it that. They're minor attracted persons. Have you read about this? Have you heard about this? What are your thoughts? I saw some video a few days ago of a woman with who looks like a clown with a shaved head um, talking about uh, uh, that the difference between a minor and a pedophile, some type of garbage. I, I, I don't. We're gonna have to go through this because I, I don't really know what's going on. All I know it's that it's uh, very confusing and it's uh, it's agenda ridden and it's it's disgusting from what I've seen. So we'll have to go through this together because I know I'm really unsure what's going on here. Okay, so I have, and I'd like to look at this step by step because there is a lot and it's a volatile hot button issue. So let's go through this step by step. I believe this is the video and the audio that you are referring to. Can't be sure, but I'm pretty, pretty sure it is. I was going to play this anyway. Here is a professional 
She looks like a clown for sure. But a professional telling us that pedophiles are stigmatized. Pedophiles are not bad people. Pedophiles deserve love too. Pedophiles aren't bad. Pedophiles should be able to love your children. And they're not actually pedophiles. They're maps, minor attracted persons. So cut this off anytime you'd like. I'm going to go play the two-minute clip right now. Hi folks, my name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hold on a second. Did you notice that she used her pronouns before she even gave you her credentials? I think that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, and uh, what's what's funny about it's Erie, Pennsylvania, too, is was hearing this is eerie in itself. <laughs> I was actually thinking that earlier when I played it. I didn't I didn't talk over it, but I thought the same thing. So she gives her pronouns before she even gives you her credentials, which I find that to be strange and eerie in and of itself. But here's the clip. I won't talk over it. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. I also prefer person-first language that recognizes that any label we might apply to a person is only part of who they are and doesn't represent everything that they are. So let's go ahead and stop there. Minor attracted person better than a pedophile, although arguably it is a worse label because it indicates they actually are attracted to children. They're not just lovers of children or child lovers. And then she says, it's just a small part of who they are. It's not everything that, I mean, this, this, this sounds like a criminal defense in court. You know, uh, your honor, uh, my client killed 30 people, but he also likes to have a bake sale on the weekend. So he's not, he's not totally a bad person. I mean, this, oh, yeah. but, this uh, is unbelievable. Like, uh, you know, uh, no, Bill Cosby was, you know, the all-American father on TV. It's, it's, you know, he, it's, he is still that even though he uh, drugged and raped women. It's okay. Or O.J. Simpson, you know, he was, he's a good, but just because he murdered, uh, you know, someone, that doesn't mean he's a bad person. He was a great football player. <laughs> so he should, he should have gotten off then is what you're saying. And Bill Cosby should never have gone to jail. Nobody should go to jail because people have done good things in their lives. If you've done one good thing, you're off the hook. Right. It sounds like it's like it's like the uh, there's the, the term minor is used for a reason. This is throwing the word the, the terminology of the word minor out the window. It doesn't even matter. You notice that when this woman talks again, she uses her pronouns indicating her ideology before she even acknowledges her credentials, which is why she has any kind of or should have any kind of audience would, who would even trust what she's saying. That alone is disturbing enough. Then to go on to say, well, pedophiles are stigmatized. This sounds like, again, a criminal defense argument in a court case where, you know, the, the, the person you're representing has murdered uh, a dozen people or raped, you know, 25 women or, you know, robbed 50 banks and then, you know, ran over people in the getaway car. 
it just sounds like we're making excuses and their argument is, well, they've done good things. So if they want to rape some kids, that's okay. Here's another example. I actually had a conversation with somebody last night and this is, this seems to be a common and it's becoming a more common trend. Someone said, well, yeah, but the Catholic church does that too. And I said, well, I don't agree with that either. Why would you say that the Catholic church does that as a way to discredit my concerns over a person like this who's a professional promoting pedophilia as a good thing because a pedophile might have, I don't know, uh, you know, helped somebody cross the road when they, when they were a teenager. So why do you assume that the Catholic church doing that somehow just alleviates you know, the, the, this discussion? Because they're boiling it down, I think, Mike, to politics. It's just like with George Bush or I used to wear that Hillary for prison shirt and people would come up to me and say, yeah, well, George Bush did bad stuff. And I said, well, he should be in prison, too. Why are we discussing this based on religious or political lines? If a priest rapes a kid, they should be buried beneath the jail. If somebody is a pedophile or a minor attracted person and they are raping a child, they should be buried beneath the jail. I don't care your political view or your religious view. These people are predators and they need to be put down like predators after a trial that convicts them. And then they need to be dealt with in whatever way the jury decides. Let's put it that way. What, do you, what is your take? Because that's that's what I'm hearing. Oh, well, the Catholic Church does it, too. I guess they assume that it makes you a conservative and that 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 matters. I don't know. Right, and she said the pedophiles are uh, the most targeted, hated-on group. Uh, that's for a reason. I guess she doesn't know about the prison system. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could, you know, you could have killed twelve people, but you go in there and you're, and they know exactly that you're a uh, a pedophile. Uh, you're going to get dealt with quick in prison. See, there's a there's a hierarchy of discussingness in prison, and pedophilia is on top of the list. You're done. They know you're a child molester going in there. You're targeted immediately. I mean, this is something that I I feel that what has happened in the last two to three years with the so-called pandemic, this has encouraged us more to step back from the lives of, of our children, both as parents and as a society, because we were willing to cover our children's faces, stunt their physical and their physiological and their psychological development, which is very well documented now, massive declines in learning, massive declines in physical uh, and, and physiological and mental progressions, even degressions in some cases, uh, massive uh, increases in illiteracy. We were willing to isolate our children, put them on computers and tablets more so than they ever had been. We were willing to do all of that. And now the icing on the wedding cake, uh, here comes the groomers and they're ready to have children basically put into the hands of known pedophiles and minor attracted persons because they, they love the children. And so any parent who doesn't want their child to be taken by a pedophile, then you just, you, you hate people and that's not a good thing. You should love that person who wants to take your child. They only want to uh, anally rape them. That's, that's all they want to do. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Who gave this lady her license anyway? Yeah, it should, it should be revoked. So that's one lady. That's one lady. Uh, and then this is something new. By the way, I read an article last night. I'm going to play this clip for you uh, that a gynecologist, Dr. Jill Weiss, is saying that women no longer need to have periods, don't need to have periods. And I was I was joking around and said, well, you might as well just I don't know if it was me or, my, or, or hope that said this, but one of us said, you might as well just get rid of the, you know, get rid of the uterus, just get a hysterectomy. You won't even have to deal with it. Well, 
as funny and silly as that might sound, here is the Boston Children's Hospital promoting just that. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. Brought to you by the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. So that's a real promo from Boston Children's Hospital. They're saying you can get a gender-affirming hysterectomy, and you don't even have to have a hysterectomy to get a hysterectomy. You don't have to have a uterus to get one. That's a children's hospital in Boston, a big children's hospital, and they're telling not they're not telling children that. Children don't want to know what a hysterectomy is. So who are they telling? They're, te- they're telling trendy parents who want to have their daughter's uterus ripped out before it's fully formed. This is some, this, I, mean, I don't like to use this word because of the overtones and the religious connotations. This is satanic. This is evil. Oh, come on. You use that term a lot. <laughs> I'll use it right now. Totally satanic agenda, alien driven, off world driven. It's, it's, it's just bizarre. It's, it's, it's so disgusting. And, and it's propaganda for like, voice even how and how she's pronouncing and she you know it's like that happy tone mm-hmm. it's the same type of uh voice uh that i heard uh, pushing the vaccines that like come on you can do this we're all a team Go we're in this vaccine. together we're in this together yeah because it's all, uh, it's, it's all part of the behavioral psychology yeah exactly exactly and it's that up uh, you know up tone sparky kind of like voice you know right and i mentioned i mentioned that in the first segment tonight i played that i mentioned the music that's the music is just kind of up being like dun 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 dun. if you you don't have a uterus you can still get a hysterectomy woohoo give me a high five yeah it's just it's such propaganda that's just so gross so let me let me ask you and uh that lady that lady that and and taking you know whatever she's a voice actor or whatever she is whoever's reading that uh, to take that cash payment to actually say that that disgusting garbage. Yes, I mean you you should uh, yourself be hung because uh, you're a piece of trash. The, the, see, this isn't see what this is is not a a YouTube video. It's not some third party kind of a website promoting this, being paid by some organization or some philanthropist. This is Boston Children's Hospital. So this is mainstream medicine, mainstream hospitals promoting that. Even little boys can get hysterectomies. What are they going to rip out of the little boy? It's like the men who want pap smears. What are you going to get smeared? Your butthole? I don't, doesn't make any sense. And I know that. I, <laughs> l- l- let me ask you. Th- let me ask you this question. I, I, and I, you, I know you might disagree with me, Mike, but I have. I have to ask you this. I think can, can we just pause for a moment and step back from the political rhetoric and the religious rhetoric and examine this for what it is? It's effed up. It's anti-human, it's eugenics, mm-hmm. it's genocide. These are homicidal, maniac, psychopathic. Maybe they're aliens, I don't know. But they sure as hell do not like humans, and they do not like human companionship, and they do not want humans to breed. That's all that I can tell you. I don't know anything else about conservative or liberal or Christian or atheist, but these people definitely don't want the human race to procreate. Agreed, agreed. But the only thing I'll say on that topic is many of these people, which uh, 
you know, to me and the research I've done are atheists um, pushing this agenda. You know, in- interestingly so, enough, a lot of constitutional uh, uh, writers, constitutional uh, lawyers, etc., agree that atheism is not protected as a religious right and neither by extension with Satanism uh, be protected as a religious right, just as an interesting right. little well, piece of information. Again, that's, um, you know, and it's also coming from people that identify themselves as leftists, as the left, as Democrats, more so than you see someone identified with the right kind of speaking this nonsense. So, I mean, there is a division there in party lines of, of this propaganda, but then, you know, but then again, you can't base, just to look at the higher picture, just look at it at common sense wise. And like you said, forget about political parties and all that. Just just listen to what these people are saying. And if you have any type of common sense, you know that it's absolutely wrong. It's wrong for the children. That's wrong for society. Uh, And you're right. There is some type of agenda where uh, they dislike humans. They want to break up that. Of course, uh, they want, you know, they've been breaking up the family unit for decades now, but they want to actually now break up the division between male and female. Well, you look at a lot of a lot of the, the homosexual gay events like gay pride parades, etc. It isn't even gay people. It's trans people now. And I don't know what happened to the gay community. Gay people used to be cool, laughing, hanging out, high fiving, you know, making jokes, covered themselves in glitter. I don't know what they were doing, but they were having a good time. <clears throat> it seems like gay people disappeared. Everybody's trans now. Exactly. That's, that is, you're exactly right. In the last couple of years, this trans movement has kind of replaced the, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you call it the gay movement or whatever, but um, it's come to the forefront of everything. And it's so weird because the percentage is even less than someone identifies themselves as homosexual. The percentage several, is several points. That. Yeah. So it's, it's a super small group uh somehow with the funds to propagate this propaganda everywhere, right? Because we're seeing it everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, it's, yeah. again, again, you know, maybe we should follow the money and see where this is actually coming from. I wonder the same thing about people who are actually transgender because those people do exist and they've existed as about 05 to 0.7% of the overall population for, for decades now that, that we've identified it. And uh, people that are transgender or hermaphroditic they're real people i don't want to kill them i don't want to make them you know burn in a pit in hell but i wonder where those people are too because i see trans people but most trans people are like biological males or biological females that identifies the opposite sex and i think that there isn't a lot of discussion about the difference between a, a, a young girl who identifies as a boy a young boy who identifies as a girl and someone who's actually maybe has, you know, the, the opposite sexual organ based on the rest of their body or they have a chromosomal issue, which is a real thing. So just like gay people, where did the real trans people go? Because it seems like there aren't a lot of them either. Yeah, for me, looking at this, just that little segment that you played, it's like now they're trying to lump in, you know, uh, this this kind of, to feel it movement into the trans movement. So if you say, hey, that's not right, then the response back is, oh, are you transphobic? Are you homophobic? Because, you know, this is what we believe, that it's okay to date minors. I, I think that's, they're, kind of, they're kind of throwing, getting that angle in there too. 
No, that's the same kind of argument. It's the same type of, let's call it for lack of a better word, social or cultural precedent that we hear with Satanists that say abortion is their religious right. Well, Satanism isn't, I mean, it is technically a religion, but it isn't, depending, I guess, on the legal scholar you talk to, it's not protected as a religious right. And if your religious right is to kill people, you don't have a right to kill people because you're then depriving them of their rights. So that's a tricky issue, but that's the same similar kind of an argument. Well, I have a religious right to kill as many babies as I want to kill. Well, no, you don't have a religious right to do that. And you don't have a religious right or any other right to prey on children and call it minor attracted person. Call it a minor attracted person or a pedophile. You're going after an innocent child who can't defend itself. That's predatory behavior. And, well, I think we know traditionally what society has done to people who do that kind of thing. Find out when you go to prison. This is, I mean, this, this, this coming to the fore, uh, even us talking about this, I mean, as a, uh, Right, you know, right. As an occult, esoteric, esoteric show, as as a history show, um, as a symbol, a symbol, symbolic show, symbol show. Um, it's just, isn't it bizarre that we're even talking about this? No, it is. In fact, speaking <laughs> speaking of an esoteric occult type of an angle, because that's what this show is all about. We talk about various things every night of the week, Monday through Friday, ten p.m. to midnight Pacific. I want to ask you this question, Mike. Do you, do you ever think about what the rainbow itself represents? I'm not talking about gay or queer or trans, but what, like what the rainbow represents traditionally. Uh, you know, it's like a pact between God and man. He won't flood the earth. You know that from studying your Bible. But the, the rainbow is also a symbol that traditionally in all parts of the world represents a bridge or a gateway to another world or another dimension. And often right, it's the case... Exactly. Yeah, and isn't that interesting? That means that the rainbow is a, a gateway or a bridge into another world, which is usually the upside-down world where left is right, right is left, man is woman, woman is man. There's an esoteric angle to this that cannot be overlooked. Oh, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, even these Marvel movies, that these, these Thor movies where they call it Bifrost to go into these different worlds, they're riding on a, a rainbow. <laughs> I haven't seen those. Is that what they're using in the movies? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're using as the color from the Bifrost. They're using like a, a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. Well, that's something to consider. Other, that's people, something other to, people know it too. That's, well, <laughs> Hollywood is very well aware of it. That's something to think about mm-hmm. and that's something to consider. So let's just sort of play a little bit of cleanup here. And then in the next hour, we're going to get into the really gross, perverted details of this school guide in California. It is probably a less explicit one than in some states but we're going to talk about it it's 240 plus pages so we're not going to go through the whole thing but just some of it in the meantime though the last minute or so we have here check this article out same-sex georgia couple charged with abusing adopted sons making child pornography someone told me it doesn't matter because the catholic church abuses kids too i feel like if you're a priest and abuse a child if you're straight and you abuse a child or if you're gay and you abuse a child i think that you should be buried beneath the jail why do we have yeah, that's to? A, that's a very strange. That's a strange argument to make. Again, someone who is uh, mentally deficient or a psychotic would make that argument. Well, oh, but it's okay. It's not my side. It. It's not my side. It's your side. Your side does it. Mm-hmm. Like a child. Yeah. Put their tongue it's, out. It's mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> very childlike. 
my God's my God's bigger than you got your God. My pedophiles are are better than your pedophiles. Mm. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very bizarre. So we're going to look at this when we come back. This giant, massive, I believe it's Planned Parenthood sponsored guide to teaching children about their sexuality. It's not about PPs and vaginas and, you know, maybe sperm. It's a lot more perverted than that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Here comes the groomers on The Secret Teachings tonight. Mike D is with us. Thank you for joining us, Mike. Any final comments before we go to break? We're going to get into the mass majority of, of the content in the second hour tonight. Yeah, let's go for it. Highly disturbing, but I mean, we got to talk about it, get it out there for sure. Oh, we have to talk about it. Absolutely. In fact, uh, we did talk about the amaze.com uh, videos from before. Let's play one of those with the music here as it as it winds down. Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there and it's free. Find out more about porn right here on Amaze. Now, these are cartoons for kids. Find out more about porn. Now, find out more about the groomers when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, rdgable at yahoo.com. There's more after this. Stay with us. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. 
I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. Get every word of this here. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Ain't but two genders. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. Pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. It's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender, uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Welcome to our legitimate show of kids. Which one of these talented uh, entertainers who I am not attracted to at all will be the winner. I'm not attracted to any of them. None of them. Minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to pedophile. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. 2.6% of boomers do. 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Hour number two, my co-host with us this evening, Mike D. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. You can listen to the show there before and after the broadcast Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. There are advertisements in the show, though, so if you'd like to get rid of those ads, you can subscribe to our full show archive with montages like this one. The montage archive is there as well. You'll also get access to my digital books. You can buy the books separately. These are all ways that you can support the show. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info. We do not have advertisers. We do not have funds we are lucky to be here on Ground Zero five nights a week with you after Clyde Lewis and 
his show, Ground Zero. And if you'd like to get access to our archive and support us, you'll have to do that separate from Clyde's. Again, just visit our website. If you'd like to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com. If you support us, we're here Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. Tonight's show I've titled Here Comes the Groomers because there's no longer even a thin line between sexual education and outright grooming of the public to accept pedophiles as minor attracted persons with a right to children's minds and bodies. And it's about time we acknowledge that the honest non-heterosexual members of our society have been used as cultural and political pawns aimed at undermining civil, social, and cultural cohesion. Want to know what happened to all of the flamboyant gay people running around? What happened to them? They seemed like they've all been replaced with trans people. And it seems like real trans people have either been conditioned to believe in some political, uh, religious-like, zealous ideology, or they're just regular people that are identifying as the opposite sex. And just like a child who watches what their parents do and then mimics it, which is what all children do, which you've got to be really careful what you do while you're watching and listening to because your children want to mimic it. Children aren't learning this, just like they don't learn racism you know, naturally, unless uh, their parents or somebody in their family, whoever raises them, has that viewpoint and, and it sort of rubs off on the child. So if people are being raised and racism and all these horrible things like like, uh, you know, uh, people that just they're so they're stuck in their their body and they, they want to get out of their body and they want to go somewhere else. And they got to got to get a sexually um sexually perverse surgery, which is what it is to have your genitals removed or to have your genitals chopped up. Uh, apparently, children are not learning that from TV, not learning that from social media, not learning that from parents. Or I just think it's it's really weird that people have this like, uh, well, you I guess you would just call it like it's a trendy thing to have a trans child. Oh, it's I, I have a tr- yes, my son is trans. My daughters, I have two trans kids. Oh, and you know the mom asked up the other mom. This is weird, bizarre, strange stuff. And when we're talking about children, I think I have a right to be a little bit upset. Mike D., you've been with us since the beginning of The Secret Teachings. You and I together have discussed pedophilia, the Vatican, the royal family, the Catholic Church, and other churches. We have talked about the normalization of this type of thing in society. Seems not a good thing, but it seems like we've been a little bit vindicated. What do you have for us tonight from the San Diego what is this, the San Diego Unified School District, this uh, Planned Parenthood sexual health curriculum? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, this is very bizarre. First off, uh, you're, you're looking at um, 247 pages of propaganda and indoctrination. Um, but the title screen here, it says, Facilitator Training Workshops for LGBTQ Plus Youth and Allies. I like this term ally that they use in here. You know, if you're, you're not a trans, you're not gay, but you're, you're an ally to the cause. <laughs> if you're not an ally, then you're with the empire. So it's probably better to be an ally. Right, right. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, you're part of, you're not part of the Nazi party, but, um, you know, if you're a French, uh, you can still be an ally and turn in, you know, traitors. Mm-hmm. So facilitator training, I see this workshops for LGBTQ plus youth and allies. This is officially 
This is just one. There's literally countless various versions of this all across the country. San Diego Unified School District partnered with Planned Parenthood to produce this. So it's supposed to be what a, a workshop to teach kids about LGBTQ plus. Yeah, I mean, just from the um, some of this is very strange. I'm not sure. Like, a, I'm going to the fourth page here where it says group agreement. And then it says, uh, respect, don't yuck my yum. What does that mean? One diva, I, I don't know, we'll have to we'll have to scroll down here. One diva, one mic, step up, step, step back, use I statements, oops and ouch. Don't call anyone out or put someone on the spot in front of the group. <laughs> so that, that, in my day, that was just, you would just say, don't put somebody on blast. And now it's... Don't put someone on the spot in front of a group. Oops and ouch. What is don't yuck my yum? That sounds really gross. I don't know, but we'll, we'll get to it because let's go through some of these uh, slides here. So then we're going off to the fifth. We'll do a couple of these. And of course, we can't do 247. I, I have I, I've posted this on the show promo at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and in the comment below the promo on Twitter at TST underscore underscore radio. So you can get a direct link to the actual file from the school district if you want to see it. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, cool. So this is, I guess this is where the, this is being used because it's now it's, it's clear on the fifth page. So it says, please share your name, gender pronouns. I'm not going to go through those. School and position plan for using this curriculum. So this is obviously geared towards uh, educators. I use that term loosely teachers and whatnot uh, as a way to, uh, I guess, uh, use this in their classrooms. And like you said, this is 247 pages. This is uh, bigger than a lot of uh, textbooks or school books in general that young kids read. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a lot of work, whoever put this together. A lot of time, a lot of work was, was used on and putting this together. So, again, it's follow the money. So well, we get if, to page six. If Are I, you on page six? Yeah, Go but ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. If, if I may, I, wa- I want to ask you a question. You you, you saw that this uh, this document was prepped by Planned Parenthood. I don't know if you you noticed that or you heard me say that, but don't I don't know if you find it interesting. I find it interesting. I hope the audience finds it interesting that if the document was prepped by Planned Parenthood, 247 pages of this as a curriculum to be taught in school, what does Planned Parenthood, which promotes abortion and family planning, which was established as a eugenics organization called the Birth Control Society, Margaret Sanger and uh, the uh, philanthropist Bill Gates's father uh, and others, uh, back to the Bush family. So it was set up as a eugenics organization. They are making LGBTQ curriculum. What would they have to gain from promoting or helping people to understand LGBTQ. I thought they just help people plan families unless the whole point is to confuse people about families and gender and sexuality. So like their original stated goals, people don't have kids anymore. I find that to be interestingly correlated. Uh, agreed. And it's going and kind of harping on that. So if we go back to that first page where these logos are on here, so you have the San Diego unified school district, right? Then you go down and you've got Critical Voice, Critical Voice, a queer youth coalition. Mm. And then you come down here in the middle and you have another logo, Vista Community Clinic, touching lives across our region. Well, they're touching something. Uh, 
yeah, so you got all these kind of shadow people holding hands. Then you have the center, Hillcrest, Hillcrest Youth Center, with a rainbow kind of um, in the background within a bunch of kids with then a building and then a bunch of kids stuff like a basketball guitar. Uh, I, again, totally uh, targeted to children. And then you have this, which I'm not sure what this is. I'll have to look this up later, but it says Chat NC SD. So that's probably the San Diego, but I'm not sure what this Chat NC SD is. Anyway, it's another logo that's put on the front page there. Um, but anyway, that's uh, just getting back to that. It's, it's extremely targeted, of course, to youth centers and, and to kids. <laughs> It's quite sickening. So it, it, it literally, <laughs> so, it's basically the first page of this is the targeting of children, but they say there is no targeting of children. This just helps children understand sexuality. Right. There's just bats and, and basketballs and skateboards. Uh, it's not targeting children, right? Right. And watermelon, uh, you know, watermelon uh, cigarettes and apple pie cigarettes. That's not targeting children either. You know, cotton candy cigarettes. None of that's targeting kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, go, ahead, so go ahead. It's all live. It's all live. So on page six, here, I, I think I talked about this on a previous show, but page six, if you're looking at page six, it's got all the flags. Mm-hmm. This confusion, like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven types of flags with colors on there, den- denoting, denoting, I should say, uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex. I don't even know what that is. Androgynous or asexual. This is this is so out of the playbook of Marxist communists confusing the public uh, totally into a state of, they don't even know who they are by using all these, these flags and these color symbols. Yeah, this is basically like s- swatches you put on your arm and walk around with them. Hey, look, I'm a I'm a inter- intersex. I'm um, yeah. Hey, look, uh, I'm using these colors of uh, mauve to white to pink to browns as a lesbian. I'm gonna I'm gonna spray paint my Baphomet statue red, purple, and what is that turquoise for the androgynous? I want it to be uh, appropriate. Do you know Do you know what the intersex means? I, I I don't know what that means what the like what intersex itself means or what the flag means because i think all the flags have like a specific meaning but intersex is something like honestly i'm not even sure off the top of my head i think it's something like uh people who have like different sex characteristics plus chromosomal issues i don't know let me look it up here yeah well well, anyway they got their own they have their own flag also intersex people are individuals well of course they're individuals what else would they be born with any of Severe sex characteristics, including chromosome patterns, gonads, or genitals, that according to the office of the United Nations High Commission... Why does the United Nations have an office for intersex? Uh, They do not fit typical binary notions of male or gender. So these are people that are kind of like an inch... What did Danny DeVito say? And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's like, this is the... These are an inner species. They're kind of like in our species, but another species. I think that's what they are. Yeah, yeah. So they get their anyways, own. They get their own. They get their own flag, though. That's cool. Get their own flag. All these confusing flags. Uh, all these labels. I, I thought they were against labels, but uh, they're they're labeling you 
based on your sexuality, you know, queer or questioning. So in the middle between all these flags is, 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 is just text that says queer or questioning. Dude, I'm, questioning. Tell, I'm telling you, I, that sounds like a, a reality TV show on TLC. Queer or questioning. <laughs> that would do so well on TLC. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> since you can identify as anything, I, I think the roll-off now don't have the lockdown on being a midget. I mean, you can identify yourself as anything. So I, I identify myself as a midget. I want my own show, you know. Are you going to get your own flag? On the farm. And your own flag, too. And I get my own flag. Yeah. Now I'm, I get my own flag for being a, a midget on a farm. I'm, I'm curious why everybody gets their own flag because I, 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 I thought, yeah, like you said, I thought that it wasn't good to put people into categories. It wasn't a good thing to stereotype people. It wasn't a good thing to uh, isolate an individual or an identity and then have like a specific list of characteristics that go along with that identity. And this is clearly intended to confuse and to corrupt the minds of children. That doesn't, and this is the thing. It doesn't mean if you're like gay, which I'm wondering where the gay people actually are. If you're gay, that makes you like an evil person. I, I want to know why young children are identifying as these things overnight. It's not because we've become more accepting as a society. It's because children aren't watching SpongeBob anymore. They're watching uh, men dressed up like women waving around androgynous, queer, intersex, transgender flags. That's why. Because if they were watching SpongeBob or Hello Kitty, they'd be carrying those dolls around. They're, they're watching this kind of thing, and that's why these kids are dressed up and their parents are dressing them up like this. They're dressed up like clowns. Literally. All right. All right. So what, what else do you got? This is LGBTQ. And, and then it rolls. Yeah. Then it rolls right into sexual orientation and then, uh, making distinction between that and gender identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, more confusion for kids. And then it's got going into sex and gender. So just going through some of these bullet points real briefly, sex assigned at birth printed on the child's original birth certificate based on physical characteristics such as hormones, chromosomes, gender, attitudes, feelings, characteristics, and behaviors that, that a given culture associates with being male or female and often that are often labeled as masculine or feminine. Gender characteristics can change over time and are different between cultures. Wouldn't it just be easier to tell, <laughs> wouldn't it just be easier to tell your daughter, like, hey, if you don't like that dress, you can wear jeans? Or- <laughs> I'm serious. Like if your if your son doesn't want to play basketball, you know, maybe he just maybe he wants to play the flute. And then why I don't see why we we should schedule him for sexual reassignment surgery. Like these are physical things that after they've gotten you with the ideology, then it slowly transitions to the physical stuff. Then it's hormones. Then it's uh, gender affirming care that includes surgeries, and then it's irreversible physical damage that's done to the body. Like like getting a hysterectomy when you're a really young girl, as this Boston Children's Hospital video audio promotion says is available if you'd like one. Take a listen to this. Similar to most hysterectomies that occur. 
a hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to for the kids. Of the uterus. This is for kids. Some gender affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender affirming hysterectomy includes that. And people who are getting gender affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. So they don't have to have the ovaries removed. You don't even have to have ovaries or a, a uterus. You can just get it removed. What they're removing, I don't know, liver, kidney, uh, prostate. But you can get it removed if you're a six-year-old boy, too, apparently. Who is that being targeted to? Parents. Kids aren't watching that and thinking, hey, mom, can I get a hysterectomy? Right. Yeah. Uh, what else is on this here? Rolls into, this rolls into gender binary, and it states, Gender binary is a social construct that means male and female are synonymous with man and woman and dictates how people assigned to these categories should act. Mm. This limited system excludes and oppresses trans, non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming people. Really? How, really? how so? Well, because really? what that sounds like to me, if gender binary, and I'm reading this on page 10, is a social construct that situates male and female as synonymous with man and woman and dictates how people assigned to these categories should act. So what that tells me is if they're concerned with labels, like we said a second ago, and stereotypes or dictates of how people should act, then why do we have a flag for every identity and if you're intersex or bisexual or gay, there's clearly an identifiable way. We know by the flag and by the by the socially acceptable definitions, there's a, a flag, an identity, a symbol, and a way that your sexuality is defined. How is that any different than if you are a male or a female? It's, it's the exact same thing. How does that eliminate stereotypes? It just creates new stereotypes. Exactly. You got to pay attention to how they're forming these definitions, how they're using these words. For instance, this cisgender describes someone whose sex signed at birth aligns with their gender identity. So I like how it's just like, it's almost like, like dismissive, basically as a, as a normal, you know, quote unquote, as a, as a you know, an abnormal, I'm going to say normal, I don't care, but as a normal person, uh, that cis, it sounds like hiss. Like it's like it's bad. Like cisgender describes someone who's sex. <laughs> no, it's good. That's good. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> describes someone who's sex assigned at birth aligns with their gender identity. That's so wrong. Cisgender hiss like a snake, like a little old snake. Hiss. <laughs> you can be whatever you want to be, Mike. You have uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. You got seven, eight flags here. You can choose from. And that's just the starter pack. <laughs> oh my God! And let's let's go down here too, uh, because I, I touched on this in the end. Uh, the word ally. Yes. So let's read this. This is slide thirteen. How to be an ally? An ally to trans people. Okay. Respect all gender identities. Don't make assumptions about anyone's gender or sexuality. Oh, oh, oh. Unlearn gender policing. Didn't they just do that, though? Didn't they just do that in slide 10? Cisgender, isn't that making an assumption about somebody's gender? Isn't that kind of the same thing? Because if someone isn't trans or LGBTQ, maybe they're not cis. Maybe they don't identify as human. 
aren't you making an assumption about their gender or sexuality? Exactly. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah, go, yeah. So, unlearn gender policing. That's what you need to do, Ryan. You need to unlearn <laughs> your gender policing. I'm working from on that it. previous statement. I'm working on it. De gender, de gender bathroom. Mm. Uh, take the burden off of trans people. What? What burden? What, are you talking, what burden are trans? They're winning competitions left and right, racking in women, uh, racking in <laughs> racking in money. Going uh, competing as 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 females when they're born males, winning all these sports competition, when it, getting money for that. Uh, what does taking the burden off trans people mean? What burden? What burden do these people have? It's just like when gay people tell me that you know they have, or when it's usually not even gay people; it's usually left leaning people that are straight. They tell me that gay people have a right to marriage. It's it's a it's a right. And I said, it's it, I, hold on a second. It's not a right that's protected by a, a the Constitution. It's not a right that is afforded to you by natural law or God. Marriage is a privilege, and it's not a right whether you're man, man, woman, woman, man, woman. They can't seem to, to grasp that or understand that concept. And so I've been, I've been told before that I, I can't understand that because I have the option to get married if I want. And then I ask them, isn't gay marriage already legalized federally everywhere? Oh, but, the, but people, people might want to take it away at some point in the future. So we need to keep, this guy told me we need to keep voting for Democrats so they make sure they, they keep gay marriage legal. And I told the guy, is that really all you're concerned about? Is at some point in the distant future, gay marriage might not be legal in a few states again? Like, don't we have more important things to discuss and to talk about? Uh, it's, not like, it's not like being gay is illegal. They take up whole streets with their parades and block traffic for hours you can be gay. Nothing stops you from being gay. Most people don't even want to get married to somebody of the opposite sex anymore. That has nothing to do with with your rights. You know, you should be more concerned about your right to free speech, your right to free press, your right to defend yourself, your right to private property, not your right to stick your penis somewhere or your right to marry somebody who also has the same sex organ as you. That is freaking ridiculous. It's so low vibratory. To use a Sedona term, I'm living here in Arizona. I'm picking up Sedona terms. It's very low vibratory. <laughs> low vibes, low vibes. Yeah, you're on that. You're on that base consciousness uh, checkerboard at the bottom. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm. You very haven't low. gone up uh, even. Uh, you have. Yeah, you haven't even gone up one ladder wrong yet. Dude, I, I honestly consider that it's no different than someone who just sits in their house and jacks off all day. Really, you're just living with your penis in your hand. Okay, that's you're living with your hand. Down. Let's be. Let's be nice about that. You're living with your hand down your pants. Oh, I got to make sure what gender am I today? What sec? Can I get married to somebody? Why is that the only thing that consumes, you know, this large sect of society? I don't I mean, I, don't, I understand that maybe if you want to have an honest conversation about it, but to make every conversation about it, that's strange to me because every conversation doesn't come down to gender or sex. Some things are more important than that, like. I don't know your right to self-defense. That seems more important than your your right to stick your penis somewhere. I, I it doesn't make any sense to me. But I got I got to unlearn the po- gender policing. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, according to uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, what's the sidekick there? The the Indian, I forgot his name. Darth Maul. He looks Indian. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? I said Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth, Darth Maul? Yeah, no, it's no it's just, he's got a sidekick that gets, speaks for him at some, um, I forget what the guy's name is, but he said anyway that uh, human beings can be hacked, uh, oh, okay. our consciousness can be hacked. Um, mm. 
And this kind of goes right in line with, uh, again, this, this control uh, system that they're putting in place to basically confuse people. Again, it's all, again, look at the top. It's all these, uh, you know, these corporations involved with it. Um, as we stated before, one of many, like the Mars Corporation. Yes. Uh, and many of these other uh, mega banks, they're all on the same team. But you can obviously tell, right? <laughs> and figure it out. That's, but anyway, that's um, what, that's what, so, Mike, I think that's what the ESG is the Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance System where you have big mega banks like the IMF and the World Bank that give loans to countries and then they confiscate their resources and infrastructure because they can't pay the loans back. And then if the, you know, the person that runs the country doesn't want to participate, then you know, there's a coup and then the military goes in. So it's basically the same thing. And ESG basically gives you know, a, a big corporation, a big company, a lot of money if they tow the politically correct uh, globalist, if you will, line. So I, I, I'm speculating, I don't know this for sure, but I think that might be where companies like Disney and Hollywood producing houses and even the porn industry is getting all their money because their, their productions are flopping and they're losing billions, yet they keep pumping billions into failing films and TV shows and publications. I don't know how they're getting this money. It has to be coming from somewhere. I think it might be the ESG. No, I think you're right. And then, uh, so the military arm of that is United States. So let's say you're, a, you know, a Libya and you, you're going to you say F United States, I'm going to go to the gold standard, right? And screw your dollar. Uh, guess what? The U S is going to invade, kill you. Uh, same thing with Panama, same thing with Iraq. Uh, so these, these countries are made an example of, you know, don't you dare, uh, you know, uh, even think about, using our loan money to build up your standing armies because uh, we have the technology to, uh, you know, blow your country sky high. Uh, so you're not going to get away from, uh, uh, you know, us, you know, taking your resources because you can't pay your loans back. We knew you. If you look at it, technically, you know, technically these countries could pull, pull a uh, king of France. I forget which one it was, but he said basically told the Templars that, uh, you know, th- th- he owed a lot of money to the Templars and said, I'm not going to pay. Uh, that money that I'm owed, I'm just going to come in and and kill you <laughs> and take your stuff. The, here's here's a line right here that I want to I want to talk about in this paper. So if you're just joining us, we don't ever do this, but I'm going to skip this break so we have a solid 30 minutes to conclude tonight's show. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. Mike D, my good friend and co-host, is with me. Mike and I have been co-hosts and friends for about a decade now. It is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com. I don't hate gay people. I don't help hate LGBTQ. But I'm telling you that there, I think, is a movement that is aimed at undermining civil, social, and cultural cohesion. And the grooming isn't necessarily taking place of children, it's taking place of adults, and it is the grooming of our society and culture to accept pedophiles as minor attracted persons who have a right to your child's mind and body. And we played you a clip earlier of a professional, I believe she's a psychologist, telling us that it's uh, it's dangerous and harmful to say someone's a pedophile, but they can call them a minor attracted person, which is arguably worse because it indicates they're actually attracted and want access to the child as opposed to a pedophile, which means child lover. So 
we decided to look at this San Diego school curriculum produced by Planned Parenthood, and it is entirely 100% how to be an ally to trans people or how to be trans or intersex or inner species uh, yourself. And here's the line right here I wanted to bring up, Mike. Respect everyone's right to define themselves. I don't think that that's a right. I don't think you have a right to define yourself. If you want to call yourself something, you want to role play in the bedroom, that's fine. But if you're a construction worker, you're a construction worker. If you're a bus driver, you're a bus driver. No, that doesn't have to demean you as a person. You might actually like construction. Construction workers get paid a lot more money than I do. So we shouldn't be eliminating the uh, the logical assessment of reality we should be acknowledging like, hey, I'm a radio host. Hey, Mike, I won't say what you do, but hey, Mike, you, you have a job. And hey, Mike, I know that you drive a, a black car and I have, uh, you know, I have uh, I have a, a, a lot of books in my in my apartment here. And these are just facts and it doesn't have to mean anything. They're just facts. We don't have to make them mean something more than they do. We don't have to make them mean something less than they do. But respecting everybody's right to define themselves if somebody comes up to me. You know, and tells me that uh, you know they're they're an alien. I don't respect your right to define yourself as an alien unless you're here illegally. Then yeah, maybe you're an alien. I I, I I'm I'm really really being sarcastic and kind of an a hole intentionally because I want to demonstrate how ridiculous this is. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I said that you had a black car. I don't want anybody to be hunting you down. Um, let them try it. <laughs> All right, respect everyone's right to define themselves and then others. I don't know what that, that means, but take us along in this document, 247 pages. we got 30 minutes. What else did we, we find in this paper here? I want to go to page uh, 14 where it's titled Privilege. Yes, page 14, Privilege. I'm going to go on the right-hand side where it says Heterosexual and Cisgender Privilege. Okay, I'm going to sit back. You tell me what kind of privilege I have. If you want to follow along, the link is on our social media page. Tell me what kind of privilege I have, Mike. I've been dying to know. So you have the privilege that it's the society assumption that all people are heterosexual or cisgender. That's that's your privilege that uh, as being heterosexual or cisgender, that's uh, the assumption that everyone is, is your privilege. <laughs> here's, uh, here's another privilege. I'm not going to get monkeypox. <laughs> right yeah neither am i <laughs> we, so we've got, another we've got privilege, privilege. Is, exactly so uh, here's another one civil rights and social privileges that a heterosexual cisgender person automatically receives what okay well, they don't define it though what civil rights and, and uh social privileges that uh does a heterosexual cisgender person automatically receive that I can go into a, a bank and demand a lower interest uh, lower interest on a loan because I'm heterosexual I can just say that I'm cisgender so I want a lower interest rate that's my, <laughs> my privilege uh, what what is this BS people don't know but Mike as a, a cisgender male privileged white person who has the privilege of not uh, getting monkeypox Mike also pays 50% off on gas he's paying like a dollar 95 right now it's unbelievable. Exactly. I can go into any supermarket and just uh, demand lower prices because uh, my 
cisgender privilege. I do it every time. I just bring out the white cis privilege gender. I had to update it for the cis privilege. It was white privilege, but I had to update it. Once I got it updated, though, I'm getting like an extra 30% off my groceries. It's. <laughs> oh, my God. So what are the civil rights? Okay. What are the civil rights? Because civil liberties are things we all innately have. So they're saying civil rights because this is a social justice, civil justice kind of a thing. So what civil rights don't you have? Like voting? You can vote. Like there, there really aren't a lot of civil rights that people even can name off the top of their head. Wouldn't you think they would at least put in parentheses there like some kind of civil right? And it's like, no, we don't have civil rights. No, you do. You do. Yeah, you do. What, it's, 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 what does this it's mean? Straight propaganda BS. So then the next slide says, let's break it down. Okay, we're going to break All it right. down. Okay, 40%. I don't know. Uh, and let's see, let's see. Is there a, a footnote to where these percentages came, came from? Uh, nope. So 40% of all homeless youth identify as LGBT. Where's the plus though? There's no plus there. So 40% the plus, of all homeless. The plus aren't homeless. They, they, they're, that's why they're plus. They have a house. LGBTQHRZXT youth are four times more likely and questioning youth are three times questioning youth. That's another term, yeah. Are three times more likely to attempt suicide as their straight peers. According to who? The highest uh, suicide rate is white males. Yes. That's the highest suicide rate. Working white males account for 60 plus percent of all suicides in the United States. There you go. I'm glad that you know that statistic. That's in my new book, Liberty Shrugged, by the way, so I'm sure that I'll get... If I ever have a book signing, I'm sure some anti-male uh, group will come and protest me. But that's a statistical fact. Yeah, most uh, most workplace deaths, most uh, military deaths, most suicide, most homelessness. It's almost all men across the board. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't matter, though. Let's, let's break it down. LGBTQ 40%. plus. Yes. Well, no, no, the plus is left out of this one again. 40% yeah. of LGB. No, excuse the, me. The 40% of LGB. Uh, the T is gone, and the plus is gone, and the Z is X, Y, Z, the zero is gone. Youth attempt suicide. I don't think that's funny that people okay. are attempting suicide, but what's the reason that they're attempting suicide? That's that's the real question. Like, let me give you an example. I read this New York Times article last night, and it said the Inflation Reduction Act is a really great thing for elderly people and people on prescription drugs. It's like it's going to going to cap the amount of money you have to pay it's going to put more money in your pocket it's going to get you more drugs going to get them in your mouth and your stomach and i'm thinking instead of celebrating the bipartisan agreement to either lower drug costs or basically subsidize the cost of drugs that taxpayers pay for anyway which makes it makes inflation worse why don't we figure out why so many people are taking prescription drugs to begin with why don't we try to solve that problem exactly how many of these shootings, school shootings, including kids on, on drugs. What, what prescription drugs are there on the on? Or are they, in the case of uh, Fort Hood, they're, they're actually working in the uh, military psychological operations. It's across the board. Yeah, I, remember the first, yeah, I remember the first time I heard that uh, prescription drugs in line with shootings was Columbine. Yeah. Um, when those, both of those were on several drugs. But I remember one of them that they were on, um, it was lithium. Uh, they were both on. So. You, you'd appreciate this then. We talked about this on Tuesday night, I think it was. Just real quick. This is a AAA study. 
I've always suspected this, but this is a, a, a report now. We have some statistical data on this. Maybe they've done this before. I haven't seen it, but use of potentially impairing medications, PDIs, in relation to driving in the United States. AAA found half of all drivers are taking at least one prescription drug that could be impairing to their ability to drive. It does say on most of the bottles don't operate heavy machinery. 70% of people who take three or more drugs, many of which mix and match poorly, are actively engaged in driving a vehicle on a daily basis. That's pretty terrifying. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that's why you got to buckle up and you have to drive defensively all the time. Every day, every time you, you get behind the wheels, you have to drive defensively, uh, situational awareness. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I'm just even driving lately, just driving to work and some jackass in front of me just decides to slam on his brake and pull off on the side of the road. That's... I'm like, this, this has happened to me like 20 times in the last two months. I'm just like, what? Well, now, you know, he's pulling off to the side of the road to take his next dose. It's probably what's happening. I'm serious. It's 70% of people on the road are taking three or more prescription drugs that make them loopy. Like that is so incredibly dangerous. But guess who ain't going to report that CNN and Fox News who get most of their funding from the big pharmaceutical companies. That sounds like a big issue. Why don't we address the reason that there are people that need these prescription drugs and why they need the prescription drugs. 40% of LGB youth attempt suicide. Why are they attempting suicide? Is it because they're LGB or is it because people that many people can't be committing suicide because they're being bullied. Everybody's been bullied at one point or another in their life. Even bullies have been bullied. Some bullies turn into bullies because they're bullied. 40% of high schools don't have, or 40% of kids in high school aren't attempting to commit suicide. So why are 40% of LGB youth attempting suicide? Probably because of the mind-altering, literally brain-altering, brain-stunted development drugs that they're on. That's probably why. And they're not addressing the root, real root source of their problems. That's probably why, Mike. Seems very logical to me. Definitely. These, these drugs, these pharmaceutical drugs are very, very dangerous. And they said that people are popping all these variants together and then driving. Uh, it's very scary. Very scary. No wonder they're, no wonder, if, uh, yeah, they're all over the side to take a, <laughs> take another pill. <laughs> no, uh, liter- li- literally. I mean, so we're on page 16 of this. We could literally sit here for 12 hours, I'm sure, and break this whole thing down. There's a lot of other statistical data in here. Here's here's the next page, page 16. What's on that page? 78% experience harassment. Isn't that just 78% of high schoolers experience harassment? I I was harassed in high school. I was physically assaulted in high school. So so was I. I think everybody sooner or later in high school gets uh, assaulted for sure. I mean, that's why people, you know, they always state, you know, it's the toughest, the toughest deal with high school, right? When you're, you're forming new relationships and then you get thrown into like a click, you know, where you click with some people don't click with any group. They're outsiders and they get harassed, uh, you know, continuously. And what happens here is this is how the statistics are manipulated and, and, and formed. Let's say Mike, you and I decide we're not going to be, um, cis anymore uh we're gonna be sissies and when that happens we we decide that we both got bullied in school so now that experience goes into the lgbtq plus category you see how that works 
but we, we might not mm-hmm. have been we might not have been bullied because we were LGBTQ. We might have been bullied because uh, we were annoying, or we were a nerd, or somebody was just a prick. And th- 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 this is this is how reality is distorted to the point where I'm I literally a second ago was sitting here actually scratching my head because I can't figure it out. And you know what? It's not meant to be figured out. This is like the stock market. This is the gender stock market. You're not supposed to figure it out. There's like five people who know how it works. And if you get any hint of how it's, you know, how you could make money on it, they come after you like that GameStop thing. This is pretty much what this whole thing's all about, Mike. I think. I would agree. Intersection. Um, intersectionality is the next one. Oh, oh, number 17. It, it shifts. We're going to shift away from intersex and transgenders. And let's hear, tell us what's on page 17, because it sounds like the story is um, blossoming into something completely different. I thought this was about LGBTQ. I guess it's not. What's on page 17, Mike? Multiple forms of discrimination. Multiple forms of discrimination. Yep. (laughs) Create a system of oppression. Oh, I get it. So basically, if you're not in their cult, you're a racist a classist, a heterosexist. You're also part of the hierarchy, the patriarchy. All oppression is connected, unless that is, unless you decide you'd like to be in the cult and then the assault on your society will will continue, but now you're in the cult, the assault isn't on you anymore. That's what it sounds like. How They're going to tie all this together. That's pretty brazen. And why is Planned Parenthood promoting this? That's who made this. I don't this. know, but I, I mean, even this graphic on the right-hand side, I mean, that took a, uh, a, a while to do, to throw in this, all these words. Well, maybe, maybe that's why they're suicidal, because if I sat there and had to draw all these words out in this 247 PowerPoint pages, I'd kill myself, too. Jesus Christ. You ever made a PowerPoint presentation? You get done with, like, five slides, and you're ready to slit your wrists. Yeah, going down to 247 pages. And you just keep, um, you keep going through this. I, there's so much of this. This, this show is going differently oh than I God. thought. There's just so much of this. There's not enough time to get through it. You, it's on our social media page, though, if you want to see it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody, I, I skipped down because I wanted to see the sex ed thing that they're talking about. Yeah. Of, of reproductive anatomy of people with a penis. <laughs> no, it, no, no, it does not say that. 132. All right, I'm skipping to 132. I'm going into hyperdrive. 132. Oh my God, it actually does say. I didn't see this. Reproductive anatomy of people with a penis. Are you kidding? Who is who is looking at this, and not only looking at it but thinking, okay, this now this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. Everything I thought I knew, totally, totally wrong. This is the most anti-scientific thing I've ever seen. Reproductive anatomy of people with all penis. I'm saying is when I was in sex ed class, we were not giving a we were not giving a chart of uh, of one thirty page one thirty eight. You only want, hold on, but you skipped one thirty five. Reproductive anatomy of people with a vulva. Literally, that's what it says. Let's go to one thirty eight. Oh, there's one thirty eight. Unbelievable. Now this is the menstrual cycle for a man. I'm not making this up, by the way. If you want to see this again, it's on our social media pages. This is what they're teaching kids in California. Now that that one th- at page one thirty eight, there that is a man, correct? Uh, page one thirty eight. Yes, 
Is that a man or is that a woman with a penis? I can't figure it out. I'm very confused. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a just a crude stag stag drawing of. Um, well, take us out of a bathroom bathroom uh, wall or something. T- take us to page one forty two, please, <laughs> and it says keeping it real. Uh, keeping th- it real. This is the part that I think has gone slightly viral from this document. I wanted to talk about the document before other people got to it. Uh, the details. But keeping it real, which I guess is like this. Remember the Chappelle show when keeping it real goes wrong? I don't like people playing on my phone. I don't like people playing around with my kids. Uh, here are some guidelines and questions that children might ask and how you could respond. Um, Mike, please, oh, no. please take get us re- to one, ready, 147 and read, read through this for us, please. Oh, man. I've got, oh, man. All right. Now, by the way, this is also this is K, this is K through 12. So maybe a 10, 11, 12th grader with parental permission, maybe this is an okay discussion for one day. But this should not be a curriculum that is being taught to kindergartners. Yeah, so I'm going to read uh, 147, but you're going to read 148. Okay, so 147. Damn you. Is it okay to masturbate is my 147 slide. And then you're supposed to question. Yeah, so so this is, you know, if a kid asks this, sex teacher so then the uh, then going back to the teacher bullet points for the teacher what what might be the intent of the the question what knowledge do they need to make healthy choices how could you make your response inclusive of all students uh inclusive of all students well some people they don't identify as masturbators that's how I would respond. It's asking me how I would respond. That's what I would tell them. Some people don't identify as masturbators. I don't under, I really don't understand the third bullet point. How could you make your response inclusive of all students? Well, some um, everybody like everybody has the ability to masturbate, right? Well, maybe some right. kids' parents got their seriously. Maybe some parents had their kids' genitals mutilated or something, and now they can't masturbate. I'm, and I'm being serious. Maybe that's maybe that's why. This is for kinder. This is for kindergartners. When I was in kindergarten, we we had green paint for St. Patrick's Day, and we had candy, and we had like you know alphabet lesson. Kids can't even. Can kids even say? Can kindergartners even say the word masturbate? No, no. Uh, neither should they be even uh, taught the knowledge of the word or what it means. Or this this is not even up for debate. Uh, a master debate. This is. Uh, <laughs> wrong this is wrong and should not be taught to to children at all but go ahead and read go ahead and read 48 it's your turn 148 literally says what does semen taste like and then the third part of how you could respond as a teacher how could you make your response inclusive of all students that is a tricky tricky one what is um, you know? It's we 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 just sound like idiots and 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 you know really mean people today, mean spirited people. But I'm reading what they wrote. That's I'm reading what the school district and Planned Parenthood has produced for kindergartners. So it, 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 I didn't write this. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not like we're making this up. We're we're reading this verbatim. Okay, and this is. Uh, am, am I am I am I angry talking about this? Yeah, I totally am. I have every right to be because this should not be put in front of children at all. I don't care what your background is, who you are, 
what your religion is, uh, what your uh, party affiliation is. Uh, that's all irrelevant. Uh, this should not be put in front of children, especially kindergarten. Yeah. I mean, we didn't talk, we weren't taught sex ed until when I was in school until like, what was I in like sixth, seventh grade or something like that? It was five, six it for was, me, but close, similar. Yeah. This is ridiculous. So then the next question is like this, this is like, um, this, like this, this next question is like, this is a uh, normal aspect of our society and that it should be uh, talked about and included in our normal activities. So the question is, what is porn? What is porn? What is porn? Okay. Oh, and I see another one here. Okay. How, how do gay people have sex? How do gay people? Oh, yeah, skip that one. Sorry, gay people. How do you? How how do gay people have sex? You gotta unlearn that policing stuff. And and, and all, how could you make your response inclusive of all? <laughs> I can't believe it. Every question is is uh, is given that. How could you make you more inclusive of all students? And then let's practice. And then you have a group that you get together and you have questions. And see, here's the thing. It, it starts to, on page 153, talk about sexual health education summary. And let me give you an example. I've heard a lot of, uh, a lot of people say in, in media and other places that have, have referenced this particular document and said, there's nothing wrong with teaching kids about sexuality and gender. It's healthy. But again, this is teaching kindergarteners about gay sex. They shouldn't be learning about straight sex. They should be learning their ABCs. This turns them into social justice Marxist red guards is what this does. This is perverted. This is perverse. This is disgusting. This is grotesque. This is evil. This is satanic. This is wrong. And no civil society, no decent person, especially a parent, should be comfortable with this. We should, certainly shouldn't offer our children up to it in the name of either political correctness or I vote for the blue party because they like gay people. It is just the lowest hanging fruit in our society. That was very, uh, very disturbing that this is even being taught uh, to kids. And then going back to the, to the uh, first video, trying to make uh, pedophilia um, a word that is uh, not bad, right? Uh, yes. People attracted to minors, BS, is all, is all uh, brainwashing. Um, very, very strange. Minor attracted people? No, they're, it, they're pedophiles. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why or when or how we decided that it was okay to allow for the sexualization of children, for the sexual perversion of the child's mind, and for normalizing the access to children by predators. When did that become normal and acceptable in society? You know, maybe the Christians. I think the Christians might actually be right. You know, if we're allowing this to happen, uh, we might end up seeing what happened at Sodom and Gomorrah pretty soon because this is <laughs> this is bad, man. We got to do one thing though. You, you got to skip down to page one ninety. What's on page one ninety? Oh, you'll find <laughs> out. Well, I closed it. I gotta have. To, I'm gonna have to open this thing back up. I probably got a virus on my computer. <laughs> yeah, they just was this uh, scan for viruses before you sent it to me. <laughs> It's from the school. Am I going to get monkeypox from this? 
Only if you have multiple gay sex partners, according to the who. Uh, 190, what LGBTQ students want you to know? Okay, this is what they want. What do they want you to know, Mike? Okay, so I'm uh, looking at a person that has a respect uh, baseball cap on. It says, I'm a 15-year-old transgender guy. I am asexual and pan-romantic, which means that I take the phrase hearts, not parts, very literally. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand what that means, dude. I'm a 17-year-old Chicana lesbian and intersectional feminist living in Houston, Texas. I guess that's what she wants us to know about her. You know what we're doing? You know when people used to, a long, long time ago, we're, at, we're at about out of time too, by the way. People used to you know, have these names that would uh, reference where they're from, right? So they would be, you know, uh, John, uh, Earl or Duke of whatever, born in the year, whatever, year of our Lord. Now it's, I'm, a, I'm an Italian female, transgender, lesbian, queer, non-binary, don't wear my heart on my sleeve, Nonpartisan. I don't know what what is this. We have regressed so much. Sodom and Gomorrah, I think, is really. I, we're going to get to see it. I'm serious. But, but just one more thing, because we've got two minutes. Just scroll down to page two fifteen. I I I canceled out of it again because my computer. I'm, okay, my computer right. is I, really slow. Say, I don't know. Something happened. These, these pictures. Uh, so there's pictures of. These are pictures called gender identity photos. And um, it just looks like they just look like criminals like Batman would beat up on the street. Um, but one is very strange. It's just kind of a normal looking female, uh, but she's got one arm. Uh, so I don't know how that relates to a gender unless this is a dude. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's a woman, but I think it looks it looks like a woman to me. But um does she have a flag? Maybe it's not. Does she have her but own she's flag? She's got one arm. No, it's like a, it's like a kind of like a model picture. She's sitting on a stool, like black and white, and she's got one hair, like kind of hand, like rubbing her hair. So, but she's got one arm. So I'm just, I, I'm, I'm totally confused. You know what this is like, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but it, it's absolutely going to come off that way. So I don't really care, but. You know, it's like it's like those movie spinoff spoofs where it's like all the villains, you know, or all the rejects in school, uh, like Revenge of the Nerds. You know, everybody gets together and, you know, they just had another movie villain movie come out. All the villains get together and do stuff. I feel like that's what this is. This is like all of the rejects of society or the people that are in small groups getting together and and just being like, we're not going to take it from the man anymore. We're going to tear down society and build it back in our image. So you got people that are crippled, people that don't know what planet they're on, people that want their. Le- I saw a guy wanted his legs cut off because he said that it's not fair. Other people get to walk and he or doesn't don't get to walk and he gets to walk, so he's going to cut his legs off. People blinding themselves because they have eye privilege. This is beyond satanic. This is beyond planet Earth. This is some form of extraterrestrial, interdimensional, not intersexual, interdimensional alien invasion. Actually, it, there's another name for it. It's called cultural Marxism and communism, and they tried it in the 1920s in Germany. It didn't work out so well for them in the 1930s. This is a total destruction of uh, humanity, basically. Yep. You want to just be blunt about it. And um, uh, there's definitely an agenda here. Um, they laid on thick, uh, you know, every couple couple months. 
they keep coming back to this and trying to indoctrinate uh, kids. And um, if the statistics are right about people, um, you know, from the clip that you played about, um, what was it, 2% of boomers and 4% of uh, Gen Xers who identify themselves as, um, what was it, trans or in other things, uh, and then moving it up from millennials from, uh, what was it, 20% or something like that. Um, I, I don't know if those percentages are true or not, but if that's the case, their uh, propaganda and their agenda is working yep. to morph uh, people's identities, confuse people, um, coerce people, um, yeah, and uh, actually shut down freedom of speech also with this. That's, that's you have absolutely a right, part of what uh, you it have is. A right, yeah, you, you have a right to disagree if someone is trying to force down and ideology uh, down your throat uh, you have a right to say no I don't accept this and that's, I, I don't believe in this and that's what they're they're trying to stomp that out yeah. uh, we're out of time Mike thank you for joining us if anybody wants to look deeper into this we should talk about him sometime John Money back in the 50s and 60s gender roles and gender identity and imprinting one of the psychopaths who started this cultural Marxist through and through I'm Ryan Gable this is The Secret Teachings Mike thanks for joining us yeah, see you. All right, see you later, buddy. If anybody wants that file, it is on our social media pages. I don't hate you if you're gay or trans. That's not the point of tonight's show, but LGBTQ is absolutely being used as a pawn to advance a cultural ideological agenda. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. RDGable at Yahoo.com. RDGable at Yahoo.com. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>